You are listening to Your Drama with Chacha Sido and Tal Dan. Hello there, everyone. I'm Jetta Sido. I'm Tal Dahan, and you are listening to the Eurovision Juicy podcast, Eurodrama, in which we interview people from behind the scenes of our beloved contest. Today, we'll talk about the biggest pre-selection in Europe, the Swedish Melody Festival. And last week, the 30 artists who will participate this year were revealed, and therefore, we have a special guest. Her name is Tina Dahlgren, a Swedish reporter in Aftonbladet, one of the most popular newspapers in Scandinavia, which predicted no less than 29 out of the 30 participants. We have a lot to talk about, so let the Eurodrama begin! Aftonbladet is a Swedish daily newspaper and one of the largest newspapers in the Nordic countries. As a country which recognizes the Queen of Eurovision and Schlager, the newspaper massively covers Eurovision and Melody Festivalen and every year predicts almost 100% accurately list of the artists who will participate in the Swedish pre-selection. We are here with Stina Dahlgren, or if you wish, Schlager Stina, Aftonbladet reporter who covers Eurovision and Melfest, and we have a lot to talk about. Hey, hey, Stina, hur mordu! Hey, oh my God, you're so good at Swedish. And your pronunciation of my name is like, I think the best one so far I've heard. <laughs> First of all, for all of those who don't know you yet, tell us a little bit about yourself and the connection to Eurovision and Melfest. And when did you start writing for Aftonbladet? Okay, so I, I always loved music. Uh, and my family, everyone, like my dad and sister, they work with music. And so I always watched Melody Festivalen. Uh, and then I discovered uh, Tobi Ek, uh, my coworker now. But when I was in my like uh, 16, 17, he started to write for Aftonbladet. And I was like, oh my God, you can actually work with Melody Festivalen. So I said, I want to be like Tobbe. I want to work with Melody Festivalen. Uh, and I decided to do it. And I think 2017 was my first year at Aftonbladet. So that was my first year working with Tobbe and, and Melody Festivalen. Wow, not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> so full disclosure, we saw Stina at the press conferences at last year's Melody Festivalen. And let us point out that you look slay. And although we oh! didn't... <laughs> Thanks. No. More, more. <laughs> Although we didn't get to, make, to meet and talk, we are so glad that we have the opportunity now. Uh, so as mentioned, every year Aftonbladet predicts almost accurately the list of participating artists in Melfest. For example, this year you predicted 29 out of the 30 participants, which is a crazy number. Uh, so when do you start working on the predictions and what is the process like? Well, I would say you actually start like the same year, like when, when it was 2023, You kind of start predicting 2024 already. Uh, so you talk to people. you can kind of notice like one of the uh, artists 2024 was Lia Lashon and she was actually quite like she was um, with the record label. she was hanging around a lot. so you're like, okay, that girl, she's here. Maybe they're trying to get her into Melody Festivalen and you put her on the list immediately. like Lia Lashon, check her out. don't forget her. Uh, so you start like a year ahead actually but then we I would say like we start for real maybe could it be this year we started for real in uh, 
maybe October, uh, September, October, like for real, that we actually do it hours every day. Even if you have a certain list of artists who participated in the past, there are still many artists who have never participated in Melfest and you still manage to predict them except one. How do you do that? Well, the unknown one and the ones that hasn't competed before are actually the hardest ones too. Like those one are those are really tricky because uh, if you have someone like uh, Liamo, Lisa Ajax, Smash Into Pieces, I mean, th- those kind of artists have been in the competition before and people talk more about them. Or let's say Dani Sauciado, who's been in Melody Festival and several times before and is a really like huge artist here in Sweden. Uh, people talk about it like have you heard this have you heard this and it's easier to predict him than someone who's like a singer like not famous singer songwriter from a small city Uh, but we talk a lot with hundreds of people uh, and maybe you get like oh i heard that it's a a, a singing songwriter and then you talk to someone else who says Oh, this is. I heard that like a guy could be like a singer songwriter. I think he's going to be in the competition, and it's like a little puzzle. You have to like puzzle everything together, and uh, we check Instagram who's following who. Could it be this guy? And maybe we have a list of five people that gets down to three, then gets down to one. So, so we're kind of de- detectives when we're doing this. We are curious to hear what happened with the with the remaining one you didn't predict. Oh, okay. So <laughs> this is a sensitive question. No, just kidding. So it was actually, normally we do have several acts like that we do know. Uh, but most of the times we actually do have maybe three, th- two, three, four that we can't predict. This year we had 29 that we were super sure at. We had 29. And I was just like, we have to get them all. First time ever in history, we we can have them all. So we had, I think we had like a whole day from morning till evening. Me and Tobbe, we were calling people and texting people. It was like, who's the last, who's the last one? And to be honest, uh, I, I, I couldn't get anything, but Tobbe had one name. And he was like, it could be this girl, Natalie. It could be her. Like, I think it is her. Um, he, he actually said, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm like 95% sure. Should we do it? Should we? And I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. Because this could be like the moment we actually have them all. So maybe we should have stopped there and been like, we're actually not 100% sure. Um, but I think we just wanted to have them all for once. So yeah, yeah. So, sorry, Natalie, but um, well... <laughs> Yeah, that was a nice try and maybe she will try next year. Yes, exactly. So every year we see a lot of returning artists that took part many times before. What's in Melody Festival and that attracts those kind of artists, like the most known artists in Sweden to come back? And do you think it's fair to let them compete uh, time after time after time? Well, I would say that because, I mean, the most well-known artists in Sweden right now must be like... Sara Larsson. Uh, and I mean, Sara Larsson would never do Melodi Festivalen because she she doesn't need it. So, of course, we have like big names. We had uh, Lorien last year, uh, Dani Saucedo this year. Uh, we have had uh, Carola several times. But they're, I mean, they're, they're really well-known artists, but most of them 
haven't had maybe like a maybe they're not the most well known and maybe they haven't had a huge hit song for a long time. I mean, Danny Saucedo, yes, everyone knows who Danny Saucedo is, but I don't think he hasn't been on the top list for several years. So that's why he's he he is a big artist and he's well known, but he still needs Melody Festival and because he needs that hit, he needs to show people that don't forget about me, I'm here. Got it. This year we have a really strong lineup. We've got Dani Saucedo, Dotter, Marcos and Martinez, Cassiopeia, Lisa Ajax, Maria Sur, and many more great artists. Do you know about specific returning artists who will probably bring something different this year from what they have done in the past? And is there any specific artist that the Swedish people are extremely hyped about? Well, I would say that I was talking to several of the artists when we had the press conference. Most of them Uh, I mean, Dotter, she said that this is going to be uh, kind of like bulletproof. Samir and Victor, returning artists, they said that it's going to be like, uh, was it Badanakna? Well, it was it was one of their old songs. So actually, most people said that this is going to be kind of like this song, not something very new. Liamo, also, I mean... It's going to be Liamo, but the only thing I can remember there is, well, Dani Saucedo told me that because he was in the competition like 2021, I think. And that year people were like, what is this song? It was sorry, but it was really bad. <laughs> And I think even Dani thought it was bad. He actually said, like, don't vote for me. I'm doing this just for fun. Um, but this year he said, "Okay, I'm not going to do that again. And this year I'm going to be more like Dani Saucedo, like 2012, like old Dani Saucedo. So he said, I'm not going to do what I did last time. Um, but I mean, most of them do their thing. We know that like Smash Into Pieces, they're going to have a rock song. Uh, Liamo is going to be Liamo Dotter. Yeah, not anything new, unfortunately. But what Swedish people actually do look forward to the most, I would say two artists that both uh, they haven't been in Melody Festival before uh, and that is Fröken Snusk uh, it's kind of if you want to translate it it's like Miss Dirty <laughs> and then we have uh, Gunilla Passion and she's a TV personality she's actually not a singer she's a TV personality uh, she's been in like the Swedish Hollywood Wives uh, a TV show So I would say those two, I don't think people think they're actually going to win the competition, but people talk about them and they do want to see their, their act so bad. So we will sure have fun in Melfest this year, that's for sure. Yes, it's a fun Melfest. It's, it's really a fun year. I do think that because we won last year and I think that maybe the Swedish people and, and uh, <laughs> like SVT, maybe they just don't want to win this year and they have, they feel that like we can experiment a little bit. We can just take whatever, just do it fun. And I think that is good for the competition. Yes, it is. So now we have a little surprise for you. Uh, in the interview uh, to the Eurotrip podcast, you mentioned that if you had to predict a winner that early on, you would say Maria Sur. So uh, this is how our beloved Maria responded to this statement. Wow, Stina, thank you so much, my dear. I hope I can make it. <laughs> But anyway, I'm going to do my best. I'm super excited. And thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you, friends, for following my journey and listening to my music. Love you all. Thank you. Oh, she's so 
sweet. <laughs> yeah, but I do think like she's a real pop star. And I do think she's going to surprise the Swedish people because I mean, we liked her last year. It was a good song. Everyone said it. She could, that girl can sing. But I do think she's going to surprise us this year. And I can't wait to see her. Like she's going to be the new Sara Larsson. She's going to be just a brilliant pop star. Actually, when she was here in Israel, she told us she will come if she have like song like partner in crime her release so she said she's not a ballad girl and if she will come back to melfast it will be something like this so yeah 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 i hope so hope so yeah in the same interview you noted that sweden did not come to a goal of winning this year but the sweden but sweden has such a strong line of this year so how can we believe that sweden does not gonna win <laughs> well, I think people are tired of Sweden. <laughs> people are tired of Sweden, but they weren't tired of Lorian. It was completely her, like, if it hasn't, hadn't been for Lorian, we, we wouldn't have won last year. But, well, of course I want us to win. Like, it would be fun. But, but I feel that I miss that superstar. Lorian is a superstar. Uh, she's also big out. I, I think she's actually more famous like out in Europe than she's in Sweden almost um so maybe if we send Dotter uh, but well I think it's it's gonna be a fun Melfast year but it's probably gonna be too fun but I don't know Kadia came like second place from Finland last year so maybe they're gonna love us if we send like Fröken Snusk or Gunilla Passion maybe Europe is gonna love us but uh, well no I don't think so not this year Yeah, that would be brave of you to send Gunilla Passion or Frozen Frogensnusk. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, do it. This is the year to do it. Just go ahead. I, exactly. I want us to send them. <laughs> exactly. So every few years or even every year, we have some kind of changes in Melody Festival. And for example, this year we have 30 participating artists instead of 28 and adding the fifth hit and kind of reforming the second chance round. Tell us how the, these changes will look like in reality. And the second question is like, why do we need the, these changes like every year? Because Melody Festivalen will be either way successful. Well, okay. So first of all, like I'm going to try to answer them like at the same time. But the thing is that Melody Festivalen has been struggling with the second chance. Uh, they renamed it semifinals, uh, but the viewers are not there. It's always that... Saturday that no Swedish people want to watch it because they feel like we already seen it we don't want to watch it and so they have been struggling a lot uh, the last years to make it fun you know so so that's why they kind of and and I do think they need to find a way to make it more fun um we said first like maybe just skip second chance just have uh like for uh what do you call it in English for um Um, competition heats? for heats yeah for just just have like four heats uh, and then the final but now they want to make it five uh heats and then the final well it's it, okay i'm gonna try to take this because this is so complicated uh it was it was even hard like the first time when me and tobe got the um the the email that we're gonna change it we both said and we're like what what's gonna happen so i'm gonna try to make it understandable for you guys and uh, before it was four heats Then we had the second chance and then the final. This year, they're going to make it five heats. But the fifth one is going to be a little bit longer. So it's kind of 
it's going to be like a little second chance as well, but after the fifth heat. So that show, like that Saturday, is just going to be longer. Uh, we still have, like it was before, two going straight from every heat, like two going straight to the final uh, and two going to this kind of extra long fifth heat. <laughs> so the people that comes first, second, straight to final, the ones that comes third and fourth in every heat is going to this extra long hour. <laughs> and then the ones that come number five and six, they're going to be out on the competition. So we're still going to have like the same amount of people in the final. Well, it's so hard to explain this. Do you guys get this or am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I got yeah. it. <laughs> Finally, the preparation for Eurovision in Malmo are progressing and there are already quite a few rumors in Sweden about the host, interval acts and more. Can you share with us juicy information that you have heard? Well, I wish that I heard a little bit more juicy information, um, but we're trying to see what we can uh, get through there. But I would say that well, what we do know is that um, we had this uh, TV hostess uh, called uh, Gina Diravi. Uh, she's been the hostess for Mel Festival and for several big like Swedish TV shows. What we do know is that she actually was she wasn't set for a completely different TV show. And she accidentally said, when I got the question about Eurovision, and then she was like, oh, shit, oh, sorry. And she told the audience, don't tell anyone about this. But the audience, everyone emailed Aftonbladet. <laughs> and they were like, oh, my God, this just happened. <laughs> but what we do think, we don't know, we still don't know what kind of question did she get. Uh, but what we do know is that she's probably probably not going to be the host. Maybe she's going to do something else in Eurovision. Exactly what, we don't know. But we don't think that she's going to be like the host of it. Uh, and then, of course, we do have uh, Petra Mede, Monsel Melov. Uh, they've done it before. Everyone is rooting for them and want them to be uh, the two ones. But we also know that Petra Mede is really, really uh, bad right now. She's been sick and she's been having trouble with her back. So that can actually stop her from, from I we don't think that she's going to be able to make it through because it's so like, it's just, it's not just that night. I mean, you practice for weeks and it's really tough for your body and mind and, and she's been struggling. So, so no, so, but that's what we know right now. Do you think Sarah Donfiner will take part? She's been on the list, absolutely. And she's one of those, um, uh, I'm not going to say no. Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you like, do you want her to be the host? Definitely. Also, we do have uh, Sana Nilsson. She would be great as well. And she's also on the list. Um, and of course, Monsel Melov without Petra Mede. Um, so yeah, we do have a few names that we're rooting for, but let's see. Wow, that's some interesting information we haven't heard before. Tack så mycket, Stina Dahlgren. Hope to meet you in Melfest and Eurovision in Sweden. Oh, hope so too. Thank you, guys. See you around and talk to you soon. Yes. That's it. We've made it to the end of the episode. I'm Chacha Sido. And I'm Tal Dahan, and we want to thank the Aftonbladet reporter Stina Dahlgren for the interesting interview.
or more suggestions to other guests behind the scenes of our beloved contest, feel free to send us an email to eurodrama.podcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at eurodrama.podcast. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Goodbye.